What? You're already laughing. You already can't get your shit together on the fucking Brando cast. It's your goddamn show, for Christ's sakes. What the fuck? We're chomping at the bit. We're chomping at the bit, everybody. It's today's guest, John DiMaggio. And I'm here with fucking Brendan Smith, one of my dear friends on his fucking show. And I love this goddamn show because he talks about rock and roll and all kinds of great music. And it's fucking awesome. And I just made him laugh before we started recording. I can't. I'm chomping at the fucking bit about this because today's topic, ladies and gentlemen. Now, everybody that has heard the other show with me on it. I'm just taking over, Brendan. Fuck you. Listen, the, the, the last show, you know, everybody's like, oh, there's a lot. You know, DiMaggio. He's got a lot of funk and soul and, you know, and R&B in him and whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. That's great. That's fine. It's true. And a lot of hip hop, too. Uh, just the environment that I grew up in. I was exposed to a lot of black music. And it was fucking incredible. It was great. But in Honky Town, <laughs> let me tell you something, motherfuckers. There is no, I don't think on the planet, top 10 record, period. That explains how fucking badass this fucking band is <laughs> that we are about to drop. And everybody knows it. It's a fucking obvious one. And people are going to go, ah, oh, that's kind of obvious. No, fuck you, because it's unbelievable. We're talking about Van Halen's 1980 fucking four, everybody. Right, one of the greatest rock and roll fucking to- albums. <laughs> Front to back. Shut up, Brendan. Front to back. <laughs> one of the greatest fucking albums god damn it where the fuck is my iphone's in my pocket okay so listen i got it right all here. right cats and god kittens we are back with another very special stay at home self-quarantine episode of the brando cast and as you can see my guest today has already taken over the fucking show i can't do i can't take it anymore oh <laughs> uh, i just want everyone to know look look just go to your fucking computer Go to IMDb, Google the words John DiMaggio, and prepare to have your fucking mind blown. Not only is he one of the funniest people alive and and a brilliant actor, he is one of the most important, I mean, literally one of the most important voiceover actors in the fucking world. Thanks. Whether it's Jake the Dog from Adventure Time, your little kid has the fucking backpack. Baking pancakes, making baking pancakes. (laughs) Drop that shit on you right there, bam. (laughs) Whether it's Bender from Futurama. (laughs) Ah, Get a room, you two. Well, we're in a room. (laughs) Well, then lose some weight. One of my favorite lines of all time. (laughs) King Zog from Disenchantment. Anybody looks at my daughter. (laughs) Cut the head off. Or, or how about the fucking Joker? I'm gonna need some guys, <laughs> not these guys, because they're all dead. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he's back, and we're gonna be talking about 1984. Van Halen's 1984 today with the the legendary. John DiMaggio with a long line at a Comic Con to sign your That's fucking it. bender. Get on the line at Comic Con. Get on it. You want to come check it out? Come see me at a convention. Prepare to wait and bring a sandwich. <laughs> bring sandwiches oh. and a cooler of water. What's the What's the most What's the most intense? You must have had some fucking intense moments. At, uh, at, at in one of those lines, you know when- what they they come they, they listen. I had a gender reveal, a back to back gender reveal at a Q and A. Wait, what? A ba- listen to this. This is the best part. One was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I gotta say. One was a baby gender reveal. The other was uh, somebody on their coming out day. It was actually. Beautiful. So they but, came up to you and they were like, "John." Th- yeah, they were th- they were there and they were and they and they came up immediately after the the baby. Like, and I pulled out a thing and I can't remember if it was a boy or a girl. I can't remember. I I honestly can't remember because the next person <laughs> fucking stumped him, was just like, "Fuck you and your baby." I am gender X, and you know. <laughs> I, I, you know, out of anonymity, but wow. but yeah, it, but and it was fucking great. It was, wow. and I celebrated the fuck out of it. 
I and I I was like you're the I was like you're the shit. Don't let anybody tell you you're not. You got to do your thing. I mean, this was like you know. I mean, this is in the middle of the country where that shit. You can't. You, the, the, nope. No, <laughs> nope. no, <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. And, you know, I mean, and, and, you know, and maybe, I mean, and it's getting better for people, but like, you know, and this person came out and was, and I was just like, I fucking absolutely embraced. Wow. Embraced that's them 100% physically and, and like in the room, like, and right. it was awesome. It was fucking great. Well, but you know, you're part I mean, of people's listen, lives, I've people, man. I've had people come up to me and, 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 and like say like, and I signed something for them that their brother had given them before they died. Oh. And it was like, and they, that Futurama was like the thing that they, you know, loved so much. And, and I remember this person, like, and I was in, and they were, you know, they were very emotional. And I was like, it's all right, man. It's okay. You know, you know, you're, you're a beautiful human being. I love you. And I thank you. And I love your brother too. And it's all right. And like, and he stepped away and the next person came up, and I was, you know, and I was like, "Hey, how you doing?" And I kept the kept that guy in the corner of my eye, and I saw him lose his shit. Mm. Wow! And I said, "Excuse me, hold on one second. And I got up, and I went over to him, and you know, I hugged him for like thirty seconds, telling him, telling him he was a he was a good guy, and it was all right. And wow. this is exactly what you're supposed to be doing. And he loves you, and I love you, and I think you're a beautiful human being. And it was it was fucking great." But, but, but like, but, you know, you have those exchanges and then you have, you know, you have exchanges where you can totally roast somebody and just be like, you know, you know, next to Mark Hamill, you're my favorite joker. And I'm just like, fuck, <laughs> fuck you, dude. Like, fuck you. And like, you know, everybody in line will start laughing and it's, and it's fun. It's like working a crowd, you know? Have you but ever those, had someone they, say, have you ever them. had, have you ever had someone say, dude, I'll give you 500 bucks. If you use the voice of Bender to break up with my girlfriend on the phone right now. No, but I would. <laughs> I'd take $500. I'd take $500 and take all of the people that I know from the con out for a $500 tab, like like a booze tab somewhere. Nice. I'd take like, nice. the, the people that work at the con, like, you know, the, the, the folks that run it and shit like that, that are cool, you know, that I've have, you know, friend, that I've made friendships with. You know, the fucking, the crew, you know, you take the crew out. That's what you do. You'd be like, yeah, sure. I'll fucking break up with you. Go for 500 bucks. And you fucking take the 500 off. And you go, uh, hotel bar tonight, seven, eight. Here you go. See you then. Hope you make it. Oh my God. You After have the that, it's on you. You have a great, how big is that bender behind you? It's a, oh, it's a wonderful, what is that? Three feet tall uh, in his office. On. Oh I'm my take God. These Theater off. the mind I'm going to take these off. And, I think it's three feet. Hold on. Cause I'm it's six, fantastic. I'm the- six, three. Hold on. Yeah. Theater of the mind people. John DiMaggio, of course, as you might expect, yeah. has a yeah. wonderful With the antenna. Yeah. Oh my God. That is yeah. gorgeous. The, the antenna is like, you know. The antenna's mm-hmm. the six-inch dick, so it's just uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. All right, so before we launch into uh, our topic of discussion today, give me an update. Just give me promo. Promo oh, the wow. fuck out of what lot, you got going on right cool now. A lot of cool shit. Okay, tell A me. lot of cool shit. Uh, if you've got kids, there's a new show on Nickelodeon called Middlemost Post, and it is... Uh, Wonderful! I'm really excited about this show. Um, the guys uh, that are uh, running the show um, are old uh, uh, SpongeBob vets, and it's just great. It's about it's about a a rain cloud that uh, goes from bad to good, and but before he goes to, from uh, from bad to good, he shipwrecks a male ship on a mountaintop. With uh, me, Angus, and my walrus sidekick, and uh, and so it's it's me. Then the cloud decides to be our, uh, be you know be a good cloud and decides to help Angus with the mail. And so now they're middlemost post, and they're on Mount Middlemost, and they live in a ship that's shipwrecked on the mountain. And it's their adventures every day, and it's just so sweet and so funny and so. It's it's real. It's the the art direction is fantastic, and I'm I'm just really excited about that. Uh, a new show just got, got announced for Netflix uh, called Inside Job. Um, it's really really funny. I play Glenn Dolphman, a uh, a uh, half man, half dolphin. 
Um, and it's really ridiculous. And it's all about conspiracy theories and government and aliens and and all and lizard people and, and all kinds of crazy shit. And it's really, really funny. And it's got an unbelievable cast of comedy vets and just funny people. Um, and um, yeah, that's coming out in October. More disenchantments coming out soon. Um, just a lot, a lot of things. I'll be posting on my Twitter and and my Instagram at the John DiMaggio, and then that's about that. I think. I mean, there's other shit. Loud House. I'm still doing Loud House on Nickelodeon, um, which is a lot of fun because I I play an old man who likes. He, he, listen, <laughs> I'll do it for you if you give me some lasagna. It's really great. It's really fun. Not all of my characters say fuck or anything like that, so that's wonderful. I am just sloppy with my vocabulary because I, I'm, I'm lazy, and I really don't feel like coming up with another word because I'm well, from New well, Jersey. A, a, little, a little puff of, a, of, a, of, a, of something, and you turn into Michael Rappaport. <laughs> uh, yeah. What the fuck happened with that? That's crazy. I'm supposed to mellow you out. That's how nuts I am. That's why I smoked that shit. Oh my um, god! I let me, dude. It's amazing. Why would anyone in the city of Los Angeles or elsewhere go anywhere else but to John DiMaggio for voices? You're you're, you're well, foolish if you, you don't. I appreciate it, but there are a lot of talented people. I will say that I'm uh, I'm in a I'm in a field of some wonderfully talented folks and lots of and, celebrities and lots of celebrities <laughs> that are just fucking ruining the game, <laughs> ruining the game. I'll say it, you motherfuckers, you caught on. You like your pajamas too, don't you, motherfuckers? You don't like going to fucking makeup trailer, you bastards. That's my fucking job. Look at me for Christ's sakes on his Zoom. My eyes are sh like shit. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Um, let me. My wife me is gonna be so mad at me. She's gonna be like, "You sounded so hyper and high." Well, the last time you and I got together in 3D, no, yes. but besides doing the podcast, when you and I uh, went to For Froman's Tavern yeah, in yeah, uh, Froman's yes. in Toluca Lake, California, yeah. um, we were there for uh, a little while, and you you got the bat signal. It was like, okay, hey, I know you're with Brendan. It's cut a it, cut it, yeah. cut it now, bro. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. That bitch. Is you better get in the fucking... taxi now. Ooh, shit! Just get. You better you better have that fucking autopilot on, motherfucker. You better get in the get in the car. Get in the car. No, you've done you you had the chance to say goodbye. This is the Irish goodbye that you both should know. Get in the car and leave. You're not drunk yet. Wrap it up. Oh, those are our our ancestors had uh, had had people on a list. You can't drink with this person or no, else. That's it. No, that's it. That's it. And it's sad too because we're both kind of like we're both good now. We're both pretty yeah. good. Like yeah. we can't. We won't listen. Five, five drinks, and we'll be just like, oh my god, why are we? Uh, why do we hurt? Why do we hurt? <laughs> we can't do that. And they're like, what is everybody? Oh my god. So my wife need not worry that I'm ever going to start drinking again because, you know, crazy. Because I don't, my, yeah. my nose need, still we, hurts from the 90s. For we want to be sakes. in bed. We want to be in bed by 10. And, uh, you know, yeah. I, I, and, and also, I can't do what I did once after doing a night of karaoke with you, which was stop at Taco Bell on the way home yeah. and decide that that wasn't enough. So then yeah. I stopped at Carl's Jr. Yeah, yeah. After that's, that that's different for the Western Bacon <laughs> She. And you just, you had to, uh, yeah. It, by the way, it's been way too fucking long. Yeah, I know. He, John was one of the Miss first you, to do this podcast. Now we're into. You know, episode number eighty-five or whatever. So, dude, I'm so glad to have you back. I'm and do thrilled. This. And so, what we're gonna do when I ask John, you know, what do you want to talk about again? As he said at the top of the show, we are going to talk about the classic Van Halen album, 1984. Nineteen eighty four is the sixth studio album by American rock band Van Halen and was released on January 9th, nineteen eighty four. Just reading some notes off Wikipedia. It was also the last Van Halen album to feature David Lee Roth until a different kind of truth in two thousand and twelve. Right. And the last record to feature the band's original lineup. Right. 1984 reached number two on the Billboard charts only because Thriller was firmly entrenched at number one. And and and, and, and Eddie Van Halen was playing on Beat It, which made it 
just that much sweeter that Eddie, Eddie had the number one record too, and the, and the, and he had hit one and two, pretty much. He had it fucking locked down. He did. Eddie, Eddie was like, "Yo, I am Van Halen. This is the shit." Michael Jackson called me, and I helped to fucking put him over me. So fuck you guys. Fuck everybody. 1984 and sold over 10 million copies and Jump, the album's Diamond. first single, was also number one on the charts. Okay, before uh, uh, I right. forget this, before I forget this, I have to yes. share one last thing with you about the song Jump. Um, the the intro. Din, 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 din. My friend Adrian Wenner, who you might remember from a I long remember time Adrian, ago, of right? course okay. I do. Brilliant comic, a brilliant yes. uh, comedy writer. He does this bit that kills me every time we hear, we're somewhere and we hear Jump in the background, the intro. Because in, in 1984, the Chicago Cubs used Jump on WGN at the beginning of every show, or at the beginning of every baseball game. So you would hear, and then you would hear, participating advertisers in Cubs baseball are... Budweiser, the king of beers. For all you do, this, this Bud's, Bud's for, you. for you. Your neighborhood true value hardware stores. Oh. United Airlines. You're not just flying. You're flying the friendly, friendly skies. skies. Canon, the official camera of the 1984 Olympics. <laughs> and your Chicagoland Ford and Mercury dealers. And he just kills me every time with that intro because it's just the perfect, like, pew, now, pew, listen. pew. Now l- listen, let's let's think about this now. All right. The whole the whole thing about 1984 and I just found this out cuz I, I did my research. Whole thing about 1984 was that it was uh, pretty woman was released as a single and they needed an album to build around that and it was diver down and it was mostly David Lee Roth and Ted Templeton kind of calling the shots on that. And Eddie was not happy, and he wanted to take a break. He was not happy about it, and he was working on this whole record by himself. Like, he totally was just like, fuck Dave, fuck Ted Templeman. I'm going to put the... Because David Lee Roth was, like, kind of anti-synthesizer. So basically, what he did was he just fucking came up with all the shit and was just like, okay, here it is. Like, here it is. This is what we're doing. And... One of the other reasons why I picked 1984 is because I I saw something recently, like Sammy Sammy Hagar says that, uh, you know, uh, David Lee Roth is, you know, he's terrible or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Gene Simmons. Yeah, Gene Simmons said he was out. Yes. Like, he was just like- Can't perform anymore. Yeah, not performing well at all. And then another thing I saw was was that, you know, uh, Sammy Hagar was like, you know, he- He's not, I don't know what he's doing. Like, he's watched him. Like, he's performed, like, a, on tour with him. And he's watched him. He's like, I don't know what he's doing now. It's not what he used to do. And it's not good at all. And it's, it, and then, like, his riffing and stuff like that used to be something special. And now it's just cringeworthy and painful. He's like, and he's, like, talking about how, you know, when I, Sammy Hagar's like, when I perform, I want to uplift people. I want to inspire them. I want to, you know, fill them with something, with some good emotions and, you know, bring them up. And I don't think Dave does that. I don't think Dave ever did that. And when I read it, I was like, I don't know about that. And then I read about the fucking lyrics for Jump, which David Lee Roth wrote. He was inspired by watching a video of a guy waffling on whether or not to jump and commit suicide. Oh, shit. So he's like, so think about it. Next time you fucking, you hear the intro. Bap, 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 bap. Just picture a guy walking along a ledge, just fucking pacing and just fucking rambling and blah, 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 blah. And then fucking bap, 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 bap. And he screams it to everybody down there. And then it fucking and then he just jumps and it's splat. And he just fucking I mean, come on now. That's fucking ridiculous. Wow. David Lee Roth is an asshole, and it's fucking incredible 
that he got away with it for so long and that this album is so fucking good because of him. It's like one of those things where you're like, holy shit. I, I can't stand it. But Jump, I mean, I mean, come on. It's fucking, it's iconic. I, it, it, it is iconic. And as I've, but as I've said on this podcast so many times, you know your friend Brendan. Yes. In 1980, 81, 82, 83, was made in Judas Priest, Ozzy Dio, Van Halen, old school Van Halen. Jump gives the jocks permission to come to the party. That's right. And when the jocks discover your band. It's over. It's, <laughs> it's fucking over. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Those fucking guys show up. The house gets wrecked. You know what? Metalheads at least have respect for shit. They'll fucking say hello because metalheads a lot of the time were like kids of immigrants and they couldn't go in their own house and act a fool. So they'd show up and fucking, you know, fucking Vinnie Vincenzo with the long hair and the leather jacket, he'd mop up the floor after you were drinking in the kitchen because he knew his mother would come over and kick his fucking ass in front of everybody. <laughs> the fucking jocks were all assholes that were fucking rich kids or whatever, or they didn't give a fuck because they were... No, the metalheads were the fucking cool guys. The stoners, the metalheads, they clean up after shit unless they were fucking really high and they didn't get to it yet, which is totally understandable because they're high, for Christ's sake. Oh, give me, give me, get what high school did you go to? Oh, I went to North Plainfield High School in 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 North Plainfield, New Jersey. After moving from Plainfield, New Jersey, which was basically, uh, I'll tell you what, George Clinton from Parliament Funkadelic was born there. Mm -hmm. That will give you the idea of the population <laughs> of Plainfield, New Jersey. Oh, Lou, man, L listen, I'll tell you what. My first day at kindergarten, I came home from kindergarten, and I was crying, and my mother was like, why are you crying? And I was like, Bob, am I a white motherfucker? So you can tell what the, the population was there. So, totally I moved from be, I, so I I moved from being in the minority, a white yes. kid in the minority, to moving to a town that was the town next over that was much smaller much and you know it was you know they were called the Canucks because it was it was Plainfield and North Plainfield we were the North Plainfield Canucks we were the Canada of Plainfield the whitest fucking Jesus Christ honky motherfuckers the best part about it is I just drove through that town and it's full of Latinos ay 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 they take it over it's beautiful I love it pupusas pupusas on Somerset Street está aquí Hola, amigo, ¿cómo estás? Boricuas. Hasta, hasta aquí. My fucking whitey, white, <laughs> white town. And and holy shit. And so, like, I, this was the best thing about... this was the, And this was the best thing about Thriller. Having Ed, Ed, David Lee... I mean, Eddie Van Halen playing guitar on Beat It. Because it came on MTV and it blew everybody's fucking minds. And it made all the white people like Michael Jackson when they didn't want to like a black guy. And fucking Eddie Van Halen was the bridge yep. to put them over the top to be like, well, you know, these racist people that were, you know, kind of racist people. Just, you know, just being like, well, Michael Jackson's awesome. Like, it's just like, <laughs> really? Really? What's the Jackson 5 song? ABC. <laughs> See, you got one. No, no. no. Understood. They totally didn't watch understood. the Jackson Five. They didn't watch the Jackson Five on fucking Saturday mornings right. on the cartoons with the fucking when they all did the same move. It's a yeah, great cartoon show. By the way, great are you it's kidding? Are you fucking kidding me? Oh my god! Honky's listening to the Osmonds. I don't know what the fuck is going on. So. All right, so that was the thing. It was just like, and this was my sophomore year in high school where I started to, like, make friends and people figured out who I was. My freshman year was awful. I didn't make, I barely made, I didn't make any friends. And sophomore year started, freshman year sucked. Sophomore year started, 
and then theater kicked in mm. and mm-hmm. the musical thing kicked in and i like all of a sudden people were like who the fuck is this kid and like girls were just like oh my god you can sing it's really cool that's really that's oh my god because like, you were you you were were you giving a little soul to some of your I performances because yeah, you that's part sure, of your absolutely. dna i know yeah, it. you know i've seen you do that's when I imagine 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 cup. imagine if a 15 year old me at about five foot six ten mm. or ten or like one ten or, or ten or two ten or two is the higher tenor ten or two like like belting out songs in the in fucking Greek. fucking ridiculous like it was i was it was nuts but this album was just like an mtv made it even bigger it made it even more incredible but i just fucking jump I'll Wait was 1984's second single and went to number 13 on the Billboard charts. Despite being a radio hit, the band did not shoot a video for the song. Which is why they fucking had to do a new video and Hot for Teacher was the one. Was it or was it Panama? Well, Panama was the album's third single, which will come uh, a little bit down. But uh, I just want to get your thoughts on I'll Wait. I think I'll Wait is uh, one of the fucking just greatest. Like, it's a a beautiful love song that rocks the fuck out. It's just, I mean, it's just fucking awesome. And, and And the keyboards... This is this is the song that I think that Eddie really wanted to make. You know, as far as the sound that he wanted to wanted to like bring the new sound that he wanted to bring from Van Halen. This was what he wanted to do. And clearly it's because it's the second single. I mean, like it it surely was his doing. That's just like no, I'll wait is going in. But the okay. best part, yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, agree or disagree, the Vinnie Vincenzos of the world were a little bit confused by I'll wait. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, everybody was just like, what's going on with the fucking keyboards, man? Fucking keyboards. And then all of a sudden, everybody wanted keyboards. And all of a sudden, Vinnie Vincenzo's cousins who all played classical piano and all had fucking huge synthesizers in the basement and like were like these fucking total nerds that like there was a guy in my high school John Kaliakovo that was a fucking was the number one uh accordionist <laughs> accordionist in the in the state of New Jersey he was like a weightlifter a champion he used, to give me, he, was- he used to give me the fucking most epic fucking wedgies you had ever seen but they were out of love. It was really funny. He was just, he would, but he was like this, like he was a fucking gorilla. He was fuck. I mean, he looked like he could buy anybody booze at like 14 years old. Cause he was just like, he was, I mean, but like I knew him when he was like 17, 18, uh, because he did the play, he did, he did the play with me. Right. And so, but he was an incredible, like keyboardist. Like he played everything, classical jazz, but like he would play all this Italian music, John Kaliakovo. His father still owns the fucking barbershop in North Plainfield. But the guy went to Berkeley School of Music, the whole nine yards. But the best part is, is that year I did uh, Boz Skaggs. Lido Shuffle? Not Lido Shuffle. uh, Breakdown? Danger, there's a breakdown dead ahead. No, no, no. Dirty lowdown? Yeah, lowdown. That's what it was. I can't even fucking think of it. Yeah, I had a dirty lowdown. Yeah, so we did that song. Listen, one of the guys, one the bass player went on to be a professional musician. The drummer went on to be a professional musician, studied at like Manhattan School of Music. The keyboard player fucking went on to be a professional musician, studied at Berkeley School of Music. So we had, and we had the fucking sax player. The only thing we didn't have were the hot black checks because there were no hot black. There were barely, I mean, there were hot black checks at our school, but they weren't singers. That's the only problem. That's the only problem. But, you know, but that's the thing. We, did, we fucking nailed it. It was crazy. But like he, what was my point? But he, like those guys, Charlie Calve. I remember this guy, Charlie Calve, played in White Lightning. He was the fucking keyboardist in our local heavy metal band. 
It was called White Lightning. White Lightning Lightning. from Plainfield, New Jersey. From North Plainfield, New Jersey. (laughs) Fucking uh, give them a big shout out. They used to play at the Italian American Club, which is now like the the Pan Total uh, El Mundo Club. Like they had to switch that up. Fucking a lot of Italians moved out. They couldn't keep the lease. Fucking a whole bunch of fucking South and South and Central Americans took that spot over. They were like, it's fucking, it's over. It's a wrap. North Plainfield. Um, did you? Quick tangent because it's just popped into my head. Did you see the documentary Action Park? No, I have to because I know why. Because I never was. I never went because. Because I didn't want to die. That's the whole thing. Like, everybody knew. Like, you go to fucking Action Park. There's a fucking... Action Park was dope, though. Like, it was fucking crazy. It was... Like, in the, in the wintertime, like, the, it was one of those sections of New Jersey that would get the most snow. And, like, and they it was cold enough. Like, it was a high enough elevation that they could blow a little snow. And, and they could get, like, you know, they could fucking get people to come and ski, like, from, like, that area, like... During the week or in the, on the weekends, they'd light up the, you know, they'd, they'd have, like, at nighttime skiing at, you know, at Valley, what was it, uh, Valley 4, I can't remember the name of the action park, and because it was on a mountain, I can't remember the mountain, but anyway, but during, the, as soon as it, like, you know, turned, like, 70 degrees, they were just like, okay, turn on the water, just make sure that that doesn't feel like sand, feels like sandpaper. Okay, shut it down. Like, it's just like, they, they I mean, like, it, it was People fun. should know. People should know listening oh. to this podcast. If you have not watched the documentary Action Park, John, you need to watch it because no, it'll know. make you I cry. Totally it's your childhood. It. It's yeah. your childhood. But people should watch it because there was this, there was this, I wouldn't call it an amusement park, but it was an amusement park in New Jersey. And it was, you know, not too far deadly. from Manhattan. It's goddamn and, deadly. And it was basically, if you could, like, get a bunch of stoners together and come up with amusement park rides that would never be built because they're too fucking dangerous, that's what Action Park was. Imagine basically, a <laughs> all, of the, all of the specifications of the park were drawn out on napkins and crayon. Yes, yes. It was just basically, that's fucking it. They were just like, well, we'll spin it around there, and then we'll put it around there. Have them go over the razor blades. They won't hit them. You know, let's have just fly a, let's over. Have a just put them down ride. there. Put them down there, and there'll be a gap there. There'll be a gap. You'll go through the gap. You won't, like, hit the gap and then go down into the razor blades. The razor blades are just there because it's fun. (laughs) But anyway, no, no, the razor blades are there. There was a water slide that was basically, like, a a kid's fantasy with a, it's just a 50-foot loop. It's yeah. just a five-story loop. So they had they figured, well, we have to put the the chute. You have to build up enough speed to get around the circle. Yeah. So we got to start your your descent way at the top of the mountain. Yeah. So by the time you hit the loop, you're going fast enough to go around. And everyone yeah. basically died in the circle. And yeah. then they were shot Listen, out. Listen, like if a you caught if you got caught up there, <laughs> yes. or. Or if you if you got like if you were like ah uh, you, you're like ah ah and then somebody's like ah, bam and then it's just like my ankles are broken my head hurts fucking and then somebody else comes and it's just like oh my knee yeah <laughs> that blood in the water uh oh The video is so much fun. They're just goofing around and having a blast. And it's just, you know, I can feel a rose in the heat going on. It's so fucking stupid. It's so dumb. When you li- when I listened to it then, I was just like, yeah, fucking titties. But, you know, like, you know, now I'm just like, <laughs> this is fun. My car is electric. I'm yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, just, but like, it's fucking awesome. Like, it, well, there's a shot of David Lee Roth on a motorcycle, basically riding a stretch of sunset by your old apartment on Alta Vista. Oh my God! <laughs> Jesus Christ! You're right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I gotta rewatch that. He was probably video. Drive, He was probably riding to El Capadre. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or the seventh uh, 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 fail. Or seventh fail. No, he was definitely going to the seventh fail. 
Raising hell at the seventh veil. Oh I lived God. around the corner from the seventh veil from two, 2001, 1, 2000. Not, not, maybe nine, ten years. Nine, ten years. Went there like two or three times. Crazy Girls was around the other corner. <laughs> I once broke up a fight. My dumbass friend was uh, hitting on one of the, the strippers after the fact. And it was like, what the fuck are you doing? You don't talk to the stripper after the thing. And he was talking to her. And uh, we weren't there. This is the best part. We walked up. Like, we were walking up to the mobile station on the corner of Sunset and La Brea, right next to where the club is, right? You know? And we were walking up because we were going to get cigarettes. And we see our friend, and we're like, oh, shit, what's going on? And, like, there's, like, five fucking big fucking badass Mexican dudes fucking standing around. <laughs> and it's me and my crazy old roommate, Dave. Dave Garabedian, who was fucking the guy. He was one of the funniest, craziest, most badass motherfuckers you had ever met. Like, he would, like, he would look at people, and his, he was so ripped. He was so vascular. That like he you would look at him and just be like, oh shit, this is not <laughs> cool. And me, and I was in much better shape then, because you know, come on, it's fucking, you know, it's 15 years ago. I was ready to go. I had my fucking time. God damn it, Brendan, I had my time. <laughs> glory days, they're passing by. Glory. Sorry. So we're coming up and we see him, and we're like, hey, what's going on? And these fucking guys, and they looked at us like, like, oh, shit. Yo, you stepping up? Like, what the fuck? You stepping the fuck? And I say to my friend, I'm like, what's going on? He was like, yeah, John, you know, well, I was talking to this stripper. I was like, stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. That's where you fucking went wrong the entire evening. You talked to a stripper. That's it. It's a wrap. It's done. I looked at all these fucking guys, and they were looking at me like, who the fuck, when did Mr. DiMaggio show up? Our old, <laughs> our old fucking crazy social studies teacher who taught us about the fucking Declaration of Independence, like the fucking, and also was in, was in gym class. Like, how the fuck did he, and I looked at these guys, and I was just like, guys, it's a wrap. We're done. We're done here. It's okay. Not going to fucking happen tonight. That's it. We're good. Have a good night. Thank you. Get over here. Let's go. And I fucking grabbed my friend. And these guys, the, these guys, I mean, it was so funny. They had never been completely talked out of a fight and yet also told, fuck you, I'm not afraid of you in the least at the same time like it was it was so crystal clear to them that they were not like i literally kind of heard as we walked away like them just kind of go oh like it was just like i mean it was fucking perfect it was perfect they were just like man we were gonna kick the shit out of those guys yeah he's right let's all go he was right he said don't talk to a stripper you know, just uh, it was fucking hilarious. And, People should and, know. And, and me and Dave have to look in our eyes like fucking this. Like, yeah, it's over. It's rap. It's a wrap. <laughs> We're not doing this. So it's good. We're good. See you later, fellas. And uh, you know, and it was kind of just. And I, I mean, I might as well have grabbed my friend by the fucking earlobe and been like, "Come here, you!" Like in front of them, and be like, "Fucking oh, he's the alpha of the whole." Wow, this guy just showed. Is he an elephant? It's just like, <laughs> People should know listening at home that this strip, uh, this area of Sunset, this is not the cool Sunset Strip part of Sunset. No, this, this is, is a, not. This that. is a. This is the stretch of Sunset between Fairfax and La Brea. So it's east of the Strip, and it's you know there's Chipotle's. There was an All American Burger. There was the Coach and Horses where people bought heroin back in the nineties. Yep. There was there's Guitar Center. There's Rock and Roll Ralphs. There's Seventh Fail Strip Club around the corner on Sunset and La Brea, as John said, there's Crazy Girls. But it was also, back in the day, it's where the ladies of the night walked. Sunset oh, yeah. and Gardner in front of the fucking toy Thai yeah. restaurant late at night. It's where Hugh Grant got busted with a stripper. Yeah. Uh, or with Not a stripper, with a lady prostitute, of the evening. Yeah. With a prostitute. And I'll ask you this question, because when I lived on Ogden, just south of uh, Sunset, in that yeah. stretch, back in the 90s, people would pull into those neighborhoods to get jiggy 
Yeah. Late, late, late at night. So yeah. did you have that on, on Alta Vista? I, I, I did not because they started to really crack down on that. Ah. And they started to just, you couldn't make, they had the signs up everywhere. Can't make a right. Can't, can't make a right, can't make a left. After a certain hour, it was just like fucking, nope, not a... I would also imagine the Russian mafia would be like, no, let's 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 take care of this in our way. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it was, I mean Jesus Christ, the Russian mafia ran. Yep. Still runs. Still <laughs> yes. runs. Like, just Hollywood real estate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hollywood real estate, it's a wrap. It's a wrap. You're going to talk to a guy named Petrov... Or a guy named Mikhail, or some fucking some dude, Alexi. Alexi's gonna hook you up and give you a good deal, but don't fuck with Alexi. Yeah. Alexi's you, gonna take care of you. You do not want to not take care of Alexi. That's the the, the monthly rent is what it says. Yes, there's and just, no negotiating. You, yes, there's no negotiating. You need to pay this, and don't don't be late. Don't be late. Just don't be late. In fact, do me a favor. Pay me a month in advance, a month in advance, so that just so that there's no lateness. There's just never going to be lateness if you just pay me two months. I just the video alone. The video alone was groundbreaking because it was just all of these kids, these boys. And, like, I don't know what has happened to those kids, but, like, I mean, it it had to have scarred them for life in, like, hopefully the best fucking way possible. Like, holy shit, like, I I need to make this happen. Like, this has got to be... I gotta be like this. Holy shit, I better start playing fucking bass guitar, goddammit. He got this much action. This motherfucker, Michael Anthony, this fucking guy who looks like he fucking wrestled as a third alternate, like in fucking Pasadena High. Like, holy shit, this fucking guy is getting that. I gotta practice. Jesus Christ, it's just a big ukulele. What the fuck? <laughs> there's, there's oh my no, God. There's no making. A hot for teacher video uh, these days. No, uh, and that's the beauty. There's, of there's this. no, there's no writing a song called you "Hot can't, for Teacher." Thing. You can't have this fucking album cover. No, with no, the kid with the cigarettes, the the baby with the cigarettes, the, 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 the baby angel. The, yeah, the fucking baby angel, the four year old baby angel found that out. It's uh, it's uh, whoever did the the art design. It was like their friend's kid. And like you know, it, and it was a picture of them, and they just doctored it the fuck up to make it look like he's hanging out smoking smokes. And I mean, it's just shocking Th- to see that, to see that, and be like, and and the title, nineteen eighty four, and like everybody, you know, like everybody's like nineteen eighty four. It's the year George Orwell, blah blah blah. Like they, you know, it's supposed to be this this year of. Of of everything happening and and fucking Van Halen's like put a fucking four year old angel smoking on the cover. Let's see how they feel about that. And then you know, let's do hot for teacher when we put the kids in front of the tits. Let's <laughs> what, let's let's try that one. You know, it's, yeah. holy shit. And that that, I, that that poor young lady had to deal with David Lee Roth that day. That's for oh, sure. Oh, that's <laughs> wow. God bless her. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. You know. I really funny. Quick, quick tangent. We had uh, you know on the Sirius XM radio show I do with Ahmed Zappa. Rocktails <laughs> Champ, uh, channel one oh seven or eight one oh six volume channel. <laughs> so we had we had ah, Stephen Pearson White. And you're listening to Rock Tales on Sirius XM Channel 106. Every Friday set. That's not, but shit. Sorry. Sorry. We had we had Stephen Piercy from Rat. 
Right. On Rocktails. And he told us a story how one night in the old Gazari's Club, which became the key club on the Sunset Strip. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. that. Okay, there you go. That one night in Gazari's was loaded with VIP rooms within VIP rooms. There were secret doors all over the place so those guys could do what they were going to do with their fame and fortune. And so one night, he said, one night alone in one of the VIP VIP rooms was just him, Ozzy. And David Lee Roth, uh, and enjoying the devil's nose candy, and talking about aerobics. That's it. <laughs> that's, what? That's a, that's a, that's Are a you serious? Too. No, that's it. Just the three of them. <laughs> and that's what they were doing at the height of, around this exact time, 1984 for Van Halen. Van Halen's the biggest rock band on the planet Earth. And Ozzy, Stephen Piercy, and David Lee. I fucking, I fucking can't believe it, man. I, I've, I've actually been Jane Fonda. Have you seen the videos? They're like, <laughs> well, you got to put on the aerobics, man. You know, in the background, you know, you just put it on and you just start moving around, and then everything is <laughs> all right. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, give me round give, and I, round. <laughs> we were talking about before. Put your fucking hips around and then you bend down. <laughs> We were talking before about the importance of this record culturally. Yeah. Hot for Teacher brings the Metalheads back to Van Halen because it's the third single and it Absolutely. fucking goes at 140 beats a minute. It's yeah. amazing. Uh, give me a portrait of Van Halen's importance in your high school. If you can, just go back. Just go walk down the halls. Is there a dude in a Van Halen shirt? Is there a dude who had gone to see them? Is just just give me because I know Van it was Halen the shirts. biggest record that Iron fucking Maiden summer. Shirts, Ozzy shirts, <laughs> Dio shirts. I mean, um, Judas Priest shirts, and they're all. And they're all softball shirts, you know, with the they're they're the long the long white sleeve and the and and some of them are cut off, um, and everybody has work boots and jeans on, not a, not a sneaker in sight, <laughs> not a sneaker in fucking sight, and from where I'm from, I'm like, yo, man, my fucking Adidas are fucking looking ripe right now. I gotta fucking fix that shit, and people are just like, you know. Yeah, I was fucking mud bogging. <laughs> I'm like, I, really? Are you mud, serious? Mud bogging? I mean, you know, people just came into school with like the shittiest boots and and they just didn't care. And it was just, bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> nobody cared about like, you know, listen, man, if you grew up in a black Nobody cared. Nobody cared. <laughs> nobody cared. <laughs> Nobody cared, nobody cared, nobody cared. Nobody cared, nobody cared, nobody cared. Nobody cared, nobody cared. Nobody fucking cared. <laughs> nobody cared. Yeah, sorry. Uh, nobody cared about played, uh, that shit. The- Nobody cared about it. If you grew up in a black neighborhood, you kept your sneakers fucking tight. That was the shit. White neighborhoods did not have that protocol at all. So I show up. I had reverse fucking, like, reverse culture shock. I'd never seen that many white children oh. gathered in one motherfucking place right. at one time. I was like, Who the, where are all the... Where are all the black people? What the fuck happened? Like, literally, I was fucking, I couldn't fucking adjust. I was like, I can't, I don't know. It went from 85% black and 15% white or and, and other, you know, in the 15% to 85% white. And it was honkyville. It was like, what the fuck? Holy shit. But they didn't I'm, care about their sneakers. No, they didn't give a fuck about their sneakers. And people would come in like and have like dope sneakers. And then like three days later, it's just like, yeah, I mowed the lawn in them. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> Don't you know that's for the old sneakers? God damn, motherfucking white. That's a waste of a white boy and his sneakers. Hi, this is Barry White. Hi, this is Barry White. And that's a total waste. Of white boy sneakers. Lord have mercy. <laughs> it's true, uh, though. I see, a, I see a junked up pair of sneakers. I'm like, God 
damn, what the fuck happened to them? <laughs> what happened to them joints? I still get nervous if I'm in a room full of just only white people. I'm like, there's some shit going down. People, are, <laughs> there's some, there's an agenda in this motherfucker. I don't know who is here. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna fucking play some Sly and the Family Stone on my iPhone out loud and see who fucking gets it. And I'll look at them and just be like, all right, it's you and me. We get the fuck out of here if the shit goes down. We're fucking out of here. Last rap. Van Halen song. Last Van Halen song. Yes. Drop Dead Legs. I mean, this song is a grinder. Ow! Now, look, I want to just say Drop Dead Legs. Pretty smile. I mean, it's just so fucking balls out. It's so hot, and it and you can it's tell funky. it's funky too. It's funky as shit. It's funky as shit, and you can tell how hot it is, how hot the the, the, the woman they're talking about is. You can tell how smoking fucking hot. But I think, honestly, drop that like unbelievable. The the thing is. And I look at this, I look at this on my iPhone, I got this, I, I, I'm not trying to get an Apple plug, but I mean, I look at this lineup of songs and the way they set it up, and I honestly believe it's one of the, you know, you get, if you gather up a top 20 of front to back, front to back albums, this goes right in there, 100%, I mean, the, no question. And, I mean, listen, you go from Panama to Top Jimmy to drop dead legs, to hot for teacher, and then in, and then after the fucking maniacal uh, 140 beats per minute of fucking hot for teacher, you you come into fucking this incredible intro of all weight on the synthesizer. It's just unbelievable. Then girl gone bad is just girl gone bad is just a it's just a a siren song. It's it's unbelievable. And then house of pain. House of Pain is dirty as fuck, and it's all Alex. It's all Alex. Just, just, I mean, just smashing. He's smashing shit on the fucking drum set, and and making it sound just dirty and gritty. And and it's him and Eddie on that. It's him and Eddie on that. But this fucking song, the intro, just the way, just the, I mean, and scramp. Well, you know, it's interesting. You're talking about you're talking about Plainfield. You know, Van Halen has David Lee Roth talks all the time about their cultural DNA was different in high school. David Lee Roth went to John Muir High School, which was overwhelmingly minority uh, Latino kids, black kids. He was the minority white kid. Van Halen brothers go to Pasadena High School, which was predominantly white. Won't uh, you take so, me to hunk it down? <laughs> so, Won't you but, take me to? Sorry. No, but I'm just saying the point is that David Lee Roth understood the importance of like, no, the people that I went to high school with, they, look and, they fucking love to dance. Yeah. You guys are smoking weed and listening to Led Zeppelin and Mountain and Deep Purple. Yeah. Let's combine. Let's combine yeah. the forces. And you know if we get some people dancing, yeah. we're going to make more money. Yeah, exactly. And what's funny is, is that I, the last Van Halen show that I saw at the, at the you know, newly revamped forum was Van Halen. And it was... Uh, cool in the gang. It, holy shit. Yep. Cool in the, the gang. Yep. And they stole the show. Well, yes, they did. <laughs> yeah. Stole the fucking show. Because <laughs> yeah, that was did. a show where Dave was off. Yes. The time before I saw them, Eddie was off. And it was it was tough. It was tough. And when Eddie's off, it's tough. When Dave is off, it's it, he, he you're just like, "What are you t- why, why are you speaking now?" Well, it's different. It's different. You know, he he was he was never an amazing singer. He's an incredible yeah. showman, showman and host of a party. Yeah. He's the host of a party. Yeah. That guy in his 60s is kind of Uncle Shecky. Yeah. I love him dearly. I, I love mean, him dearly. No, yeah, he's totally I mean, he he might as well have been the uh the guy who leads the marching band. Yeah. I mean, like he he just he's just a shell of himself now. I mean, it's just sad. Um, but you know what? Nobody fucking did it better. 
I don't no, care back then, no, 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 and no, back back then, absolutely not. And I was so lucky to see Van Halen in the heyday. My mother, God bless her, stood in line at the Sound Warehouse in Albuquerque, New Mexico, on the corner of San Mateo and Manal, to buy tickets for the 1984 show for me and my Are brother because we had to be at school. Cheryl Wheel stood in line. Yeah, she did for Holy us. Holy shit! Because back then, remember, they would just sell tickets in stacks. Yeah, there was yeah, no computer yeah. printout. So she was in line with all the other moms who were doing that thing because we could not uh, skip school to get tickets for that show, which was fucking ridiculous. I've always said it was the biggest show in the history of New Mexico to that point. And it was one of the best shows I've ever seen in my life. John DiMaggio, I mean, we've been fucking around for an hour, dude. Yeah, I know. We did it. We did it. We did it. We totally we, did it. It's, we did uh, it. It's something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what we did, but we did it. I know, I know, what we did too. But it was, uh, it was awesome. But I, I gotta say that this is just front to back. Like it's a joy to listen to this album. It's, it's. Uh, there's always, there's always a good fucking jam to play from this record, and it's just, and I mean, and Top Jimmy, Top Jimmy underrated. And I forgot to mention that Top Jimmy is fucking underrated. Top Jimmy is the king. God damn it! You listen to that song. Listen to that song. In fact, play it out. Play that song out. Done play and done. Top done Jimmy and out. done. And just, holy shit. It's just one of the greatest fucking albums of all time. Okay, so before we go, is there, again, you want to remind people where to find you, or at, these upcoming projects? At, at the John DiMaggio on both Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I got Inside Job on Netflix, Disenchantment on Netflix. Uh, Middlemost Post on Nickelodeon, Loud House on Nickelodeon. Um, uh, any any total total nerds and geeks out there? Some Teen Titans and stuff like that. Just all kinds of all kinds of stuff. Uh, and and more stuff in the works that I can't talk about, which is great. So you know, there it is. That's all I'm sticking to. Because if I if I don't, I get sued for money. <laughs> <laughs> Because I couldn't keep my mouth shut. <laughs> shut your fucking mouth, Dimaggio. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth, you fucking mook. This guy over here talking shit. He shouldn't have said something about the project, you motherfucking mutt. <laughs> Actor John Dimaggio was found shot today in Studio City. No, uh... No, no cause of death. Of death <laughs> Behind the Mexicali in the parking lot yeah. of the Vons. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh, that's cold blooded. <laughs> yeah. they, right they found him in the Gelson's parking lot on Franklin. It was bad. Oh. Wow. Those sons of bitches. By the way, fuck you, Gelson's on Franklin, charging four ninety nine a pound for New Mexican green chilies. Are you out of your goddamn mind, Gelson's? That's a uh, you know. Hi, would you like a $12 mustard? Yeah, I, I totally want a $12 mustard. Thank you, assholes. I go to the one in Studio City, it's or Valley Village. That that one is, is a little bit cheaper, and it's a little all right, but, you know, it's just like, why is this $12 mustard? What what am I paying for? The second coming of Christ? Have they, have they reopened the bar? Have they reopened the bar in the front no, of the they studio city? They Gilson's? opened that shit up a week before COVID hit. They were like, this is going to be great. We're going to have people drinking at the grocery store. No, they're not. No, they're not. They're fucking going to meetings because they're losing their fucking minds. They're not drinking at the grocery store. You fucked that one up, Gelson. Sorry. Clean the lines. Clean the lines. You'd be better off selling root beer, for Christ's sakes. Jesus, we have 16 uh, rupees on tap here at the old Gelsen's in Valley Village. Valley Village, very good. It's a very nice time for you. There's also a, a uh, bakery here, and uh, we sell Nutsky's bacon. <laughs> hey, and they I'm do. sad. <laughs> and they I was do. told that the whole idea was that you could order a glass of beer or wine, and they would shop for you. You would Get basically the fuck out of here. No, God. why? <laughs> Listen, that's just a DUI. Yeah. That's the worst <laughs> DUI you could ever get. Be like, make sure you get me two dozen eggs. And then like you have two you end up having two pints and you know, and then you're fucked. <laughs> Woo! 
Oh, no. I had a... Sir, have you been drinking? Have you been day drinking, sir? <laughs> have you been day drinking? Because I'm not going to the... Fu- I'm not going at fucking like 7.30, 8 o'clock like, Hey, man, I'm going to go to the grocery store and fucking get a little fucking drunk. <laughs> like, who the fuck? Who thought that up at Gelson's or at Whole Foods? Fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck that. One well, stop what... shopping. Fuck you and your one stop. I don't want one stop shopping. I want three stop shopping. How about that? Fuck you and your one stop shopping. You fucking pricks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is just still going. We gave up on Van Halen a long time ago. Oh, yeah, now the, show, we're on the show's over. Yeah, the show's, we're, show's over. The show's, the show's over. over? Good. Show's, show's over. And so I just want to say thank you to the rest of you for listening, liking, subscribing, telling your friends you. about the Brando cast. Brando cast. Tell everyone. Please, for Christ's sakes, tell everyone and stop drinking at the grocery store. I'm John DiMaggio, and this has been the Brando cast. Brendan Smith, say goodnight, Gracie. <laughs> goodnight, Gracie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the Brando cast is produced by Mr. Richard Sheltinga. <laughs> so, till the next time, cats and kittens. <laughs> Some-